Hey everyone, I'm Bert from Immature Stoners, and this is Dabbing with Washington Artists. Come and get stoned with us as we sit down and smoke with your favorite local artists. Hi, my name is Tiger Lily, and I am here with Dabbing with Washington Artists. I hope you enjoy the show. What? <laughs> okay, yes. <clears throat> For today's series of dabs, We'll begin our smoke session with a snow leopard, an ice cream cake, and a peaches and cream. And we'll round out the session with a peppermint agave, a golden pineapple, and a chem rosé. Hey everyone, I'm Bert with Immature Stoners, and this is Dabbing with Washington Artists. And today we are rejoined by one of our uh, old school alumni, one of our originals, Tiger Lily. Uh, welcome oh, back. Finally made it to OG status. OG status. Well, you know what this game is about. So, uh, what are we so, doing? Uh, we're gonna we're gonna uh, put some of this oil stuff in in uh, that thing, and we're gonna smoke it. <laughs> okay. Smoke it. <laughs> okay. I was a dare child. All right. So. I was too. How many of y'all out there were dare children? Mm. Fucking like and like comment down below if you were a dare kid. And like, I remember when they had dare songs that we had to sing. At, oh like, my the, god! You know, I still remember the dare songs. I'll be like driving, and all of a sudden it pops into my head. I'm like, why? Why am I singing this song? We had the, <laughs> we had the talking motorcycle that would come to our school. Do you remember Scruff McGruff? Yep. From Chicago, Chicago and I. I remember the first. <laughs> it was so awful. Scruff McGruff. I swear, I thought that dog was gonna find me. Be fifteen. That, that dog wanted people to be like, fucking narcs. Oh <laughs> man, Scruff All McGruff. Right. Okay, so let's get on our first dab. Let's get stoned. Let's oh, do this. Okay. Okay. So first stop, we got some snow leopard. Snow leopard is an indica dominant hybrid and is a notorious creeper strain with a robust terpene profile of spice and earthiness and is known for its tendency to leave the smoker feeling detached and with a floating effect. We picked up a gram of this sauce at a shop on Center Ave in Tacoma. Like a G fire. Oh my here? gosh! It's like a green slushy. Okay. I'm liking that. What is this called again? Snow leopard. Snow leopard. All right. So the first thing you know, what we ask the desk here: uh, what, does, what role does cannabis play uh, in your creative process? Cannabis is my creative process actually um it depends i have i have a system i have a system see if i know that i'm going to sit down for a paint sesh it, it's not just a i want to paint i have to set it up correctly i have to have the right kind of smoke to match the vibe of the picture so if i'm doing like a moody moody you know i'm going to do some indica on that one but if i okay. want something with vibrant colors i want all my synopsis flaring sativa all the way but the jive will only work if I also have the right music playing. Okay. Everything has to come. And if something isn't balanced, the, the, the flow is gone. The flow is gone. You got to okay. start over. So, so you got so, some ritual behind that. There is. There's, I feel like when it comes to cannabis in general, it's a ritual for me. If I want to do yoga, I have to set it up. And I always have to think, why am I smoking this? For what reason? If it's just like a, I want to be chill and I'm going to watch a movie with my dude, it's a whole nother vibe. Absolutely. Those ones are my pre-rolls. 
Yeah, I love that. But if I'm going to do a deep dive session, I have some emotional something to release on this canvas. Dabs. Nice. It just keeps it going. It keeps the flow going. You don't have to stop. It shuts down your brain enough so you can hyper-focus on what you need to focus on without the noise. Uh, and do you have any uh, favorite um, strains right now that you've been uh, vibing on for, for some recent paintings, at least? Um, right now, so I'm very, very, very lucky to have um, very close friends, and they are all in the cannabis world. One is a manager at a one dispensary, one was at another dispensary, so they're constantly giving me new things to test out and review. Absolutely. Um, I'm always going to be a fan of the Tasty Terps. Um, they have this one, I think it's called Fruit Roll-Ups. We've had that one on the show. Oh, so <laughs> It's so good, and it's so smooth, and it's such a clean, like, I never, I never cough alone on that one, and it just burns really well. It's just... It's so nice. It's so there. Um, but yeah, I'm really enjoying that. I'm gonna buy oh, yeah. a new baby and that's gonna need some new some new love. It will. Yes. You gotta break it in proper. Break it in proper. You always break in a new one with either your top, top number one favorite or something you've never tried before. All right. So we're going on to second dab of the day here. We got some ice cream cake. Ice cream cake is an indica dominant strain known for its rich terpene profile of vanilla and sugar cane and tendencies to leave the smoker calm and euphoric. We picked up a gram of these sugar diamonds at a shop in Bothell Everett Highway in Everett. Perfect. Christmas in your mouth. That was nice. That was tasty. Ooh. <coughs> I like that. That did smooth too. Yeah. That's super <coughs> tasty. So, um, second thing we like to ask everyone, how has living in Washington influenced your artistic process? Fluidly. Yeah? Yes. Um, <clears throat> this is why I'm ride or die for Washington. Like, I am Arizona in my bones. That's where I'm from. I'm a desert girl. I'm an Arizona girl, but I moved to Washington because I needed out of my hidey hole. And years ago, when I first came on, my uh, main source of inspiration was the views at night. Mm -hmm. There's something about the mixture of city life with the forest and different colors, and it's just everything is sparkly, glittery gold. Love, 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 love. And that really drove me in a lot of my paintings to bring those colors that I would see every day onto my canvas. But recently, I have been in awe of the people of Washington, okay. of the culture in Washington, of the different cultures in Washington. I'm so ignorant when it comes to the outside world. Like, I don't know different, like, what, what it's like to be Samoa or Filipino and... Sure. I'm meeting up with all of these Pacific Islanders and I'm seeing them show their pride in artistic ways between the flowers in their hair, what colors they choose, the music they listen to, the clothes they wear. Everything is symbolic. It's not, oh, I just want to wake up and wear something pretty. I'm wearing these flowers for this reason 
or or status within the community. Oh, she's wearing these flowers because she's an elder. Okay. And it's it's awe inspiring watching these different cultures co mingle and be acceptant of everybody's thoughts and artistic value within the community. And and that's where I'm getting a lot of my inspiration, not from not just from nature, but have you ever looked at a beautiful island woman that you know had probably four kids, worked hard, hardworking, strong women? The way they carry themselves, the way they talk to other people is so powerful and so uh, rooted that when I do women in my paintings, I want to bring on that same energy. I want to make even the most timid of women still have that look of she is made of steel. Okay. And the culture, the culture here is amazing. And they do these amazing things where they do like food festivals and you can try their food. And y'all, I have a best friend from Guam. I got some Filipinos in my families. I got I got a lot of Samoa, a lot of Pacific Islanders. They make the best food. And it's, and they're so willing to share. They just yeah. want to love and share and give. And Washington's amazing. I'm going to be here forever. Forever. All right. So for our third one for today, we got some peaches and cream. Peaches and Cream is a terpene-infused hybrid with a rich, creamy terpene profile, and it's known for its relaxing hide that won't leave the smoker feeling incapacitated. We picked up a gram of this terp sauce at a shop on Center Ave in Tacoma. Hi, Dad. <laughs> All right. So uh, as we mentioned before, you were on an episode with us a long time ago, and it's been a while since we've seen you. So uh, what have you been up to as an artist since then? Oh, my goodness. My right now I'm in commission land. Um, it's it's challenging. Uh, the person I'm doing commission work for right now, he is purposely trying to challenge me and uh, it's working. Uh made me slightly more of a perfectionist. But what I have been doing is absorbing and learning as much as I can. I went in to this thought, like, I'm I'm going to be a painter. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I want to do with my life. I'm going to be a painter. And I, you, you think you just paint. And someone's going to walk up and be like, oh, I want to spend money on you. And that's so not what it, what it is. And <laughs> and you have to be less selfish if you want to be a sellable artist. And I am learning to be less selfish. Before, I painted just for therapeutic purposes. I was feeling an emotion, but I could not identify why I was feeling this emotion. And then I found out when I painted... I, I never go up to a canvas with, this is exactly what I'm going to paint. I just go, this is my vibe. And I let my conscious do what it needs to do, where cannabis really helps me take out all that noise and that self-deprecation. Um, it shuts it down so I can just go through the emotions and paint it on a canvas. And I wanted to be an artist that only painted 
what I wanted to paint. That's it. There you go. And I love that. But then I'm also realizing that there is a very small community that will understand or at least stop and be interested to look at my work. And I, I want to branch out. I want to be able to be more um, connective to a wider audience. And it's difficult because sometimes I, my, my father told me I need to learn how to do one painting that is solely my therapeutic outlet and then two paintings that are safe for everyone but it's still you on that canvas. Yeah. And you okay. have to find that balance. Um, I very much like doing nature stuff. Um, and I, I, I love to paint it, but it's not my first love. It's not something that's going to make me go, oh, I can't, I love this scene. I want to paint the scene. Right. Usually it's an afterthought. So uh, I'm learning to expand my skills. And while you're doing that, you have to humble yourself. You have to humble yourself. This is a new outlet. There's new reasons why you're painting, and then you have to find that balance. Like you still want to be on truthful to yourself and your art, but you also want to be able to reach more people. It's, it's hard. It's hard. Absolutely. It's gonna be fun though. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be so fun. Perfect. I hope so. I mean, not a lot of people are gonna look at this and be like, "I want it in my kitchen." <laughs> no, but that's a really fucking cool piece, though. Like, <laughs> maybe not in the kitchen, but not like. In, I found out the other night that it's blacklight. Like, like if you get a blacklight, the colors glow. Oh, nice. All these colors, like the, the, the city in the background was looked like real fire. And I was so in awe because I never thought, what would this look like under a blacklight? Insane. It was insane. I was I was really in awe. <laughs> I made a big scene about it and it was That's fucking embarrassing. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so at our halfway point here, how are you feeling so far? Righteous. Um yeah. I'm a little taken aback by my tolerance. I thought I would be on the floor by now. You're doing good. Yeah, I'm doing really good. I oh, feel yeah. like I just had a cup of coffee. There you go. Are there like differences? Um, are these sativas, indicas? So the way we usually roll it is we start out indica, we go into hybrids, and then we end with sativas. So kind of the indicas to kind of get people chilled out a little bit and then, then start the upswing a little. That's do you it. do that during your own personal sessions? Switch up, like start with an indica, go to a sativa, or do you smoke just one straight? So uh, re a few years ago, I probably would have said it didn't matter and I would have smoked anything. But now, recently, I've been aiming more at, like, what time of day is it? What am I going to be doing? Same. Stuff like that. So, I, whenever I buy oils now, I almost buy a spread. Yeah. Um. So, even if it's just cheap ones. Like, but I mean, I'll get, like, I don't actually don't really smoke hybrids that much mm -hmm. because I like having the extremes of both. Mm -hmm. Even if it's just smoke one, then the other. You know, like, I still feel like I want those extremes more than, than because the hybrids so just don't hit super well for me. Yeah. Like, and, like, some of them are nice. Those hybrids are called coasters. Yeah, they are. They, they help you keep a high. Mm -hmm. But, like, I feel like if I want the energy, I got to smoke a, a full sativa. And if I want that euphoricness or if I want to go to sleep, you know, then I need that 
that no, is like sedating it. That uh, is the most truth I ever heard because I remember when I was a, a baby smoker mm-hmm. and they, you know, they would you go out to your friend's house and they would have someone selling and, mm-hmm. and you'd be like, oh, what is this? And they'll just be like, oh, this is. You know, bookie goo goo. Yeah, it, it enjoy it. It didn't matter at one point. And you point. never yeah. knew what you were smoking. I no. never knew. And then when the dispensaries open and the doctors got on board with it, and you would start like, oh, remembering the yeah. strands you like. And yeah. then at a certain point, when you're like a legit toker, you really care. You bougie. You're yeah, like, and, ooh, I like this company. I like this company. I don't like these. And not only that, but like, um, you, after a while, you stop even caring about what the percentages are. Yeah. You want, the, you want the terp profile. Yeah. You know, you want to be like, okay, I'm aiming for this particular kind of high. When I like, when they had those, I was like, the higher the percentage, the better. And that's now, how I started out too. Yeah. I'm like, oh, but I'm going to be. Yeah. Uh, and I like personally going into shops where instead of asking you if you want an indicator sativa, they'll ask you what kind of high you looking for, you know. And the, and if you say that like I want to be couch locked but energetic enough to be able who. to play video games, and then they're gonna be like, I got you. Like I know exactly which one you need. Y'all new you know? birdies out there smoking. Let me tell you something, okay? Don't go in there with a plan. Go in there. Tell your bud tender what you're looking for. I want. When I go and I say, I want a sativa, I need one for daytime and nighttime, and I want to feel mm-hmm. body locked. That's what I want. And then they go, pick your favorites. They will never, 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 ever do you wrong. Yeah. Ever. Always go to the but Pick your favorite. Mm-hmm. And I do it so many times where I just go, hey, I need a new stash up. I like to do these three things. I just need your favorites. And you know what? I've been working in a shop now for a little while. One of the things I've learned is go in and ask which one of them is the dab expert. You know, because yes. not every one of them is going to be a dabber, you know, so they might be interested more in the flower or they might be yeah. interested more in carts or, you know, whatever. Do you know in the cycles where sometimes yeah. all you want is flower or yeah. all you want is dab? Um, I actually do that also for tolerance reasons. I just found out that that helps for tolerance. It but does. I, I just naturally go through cycles. I've also it. discovered that you have to cycle through strains, too, because... Uh, you will develop uh, tolerances to particular strains. So if you've been really jiving with one for like a month solid, eventually you're going to have to back off because you're going to want to... Which is another reason to go to mm -hmm. your bud tenders and be like, what's what? Yep. What's what? Exactly. What's new? What's different? And Mm -hmm. that's why that constant cycle of newness that we get is so important. It's so important. You know, because now that it's so easy to get and it's cheap and it's, you know, all this, you need the variety. Otherwise, you're going to start having like these tolerance problems mm-hmm. and you know like, not cool but anyway speaking of uh of our uh, tolerances here <laughs> we kind of tangented that one uh we, no, we, that's good we got some uh, peppermint agave peppermint agave is a well-balanced hybrid with a surprising terpene profile of bold menthol and bitter flowers and is known for its tendency to leave the smoker feeling detached and with a floating sensation we picked up a gram of these saucy diamonds at a shop on route 99 in linwood All right. So you've been an artist for quite a while now. Um, what are some of the things that you've learned over the That's years? <laughs> over the sorry, let me. I'm gonna start that one <laughs> over. Uh, uh, what are some of the things that you've learned over years of uh, diving down the artist rabbit hole that would shock younger you? So much. If I ever got to meet younger me, I would give myself a swirly and say, "You deserve it." Uh, <laughs> I would say. Never compare yourself to any other artist or any other trend. 
because those artists earned where they are based off of how their life went and what they put into it. It has absolutely nothing to do with me. And I need to learn to take that humble pie, realize that if you want something, you're going to work for it, period. And you need to eat it, wake up, think about painting, realize that you need a break and you need to reimmerse yourself into what you're trying to, what message you're trying to say. There's been so many times where I would have a, a painting block in the middle of the painting and I just couldn't find that that energy that I needed for it. And before, from that moment on until the end of the painting, self-deprecation. And it would block the flow. And now I'm realizing that I need a break too from whatever emotion I'm trying to emote in that painting. Um, this painting took a long time. That's another thing. Take your time. Nothing needs to be rushed. I would get frustrated when I would take two weeks to paint a painting. And now my two most important paintings, this took me over a year. Wow. There's so many edits on this painting. I changed so much constantly, constantly flowing, constantly changing this painting until it just felt right. It took over a year. The one I'm working on right now, the bartender, I've been working on that for at least three. Wow. And I have to stop. I have to back off from it and go, something's changed either in my life or in my view or in my muse, and I need back off. Go find your inspiration. Just let it, let it flow and get back into it. Okay. The timelines, I always thought everything needed to be now, 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 now. It doesn't. No. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. Because it doesn't matter if I don't sell, start selling out galleries for another 20 years. Whatever I need to learn within those 20 years, I need to know that everything I'm doing is worth it. Mm -hmm. On my time frame. No one else's. Yeah. And, and that really opened up a lot of positive energy for me and took out a lot of the stress that I was feeling. That's excellent. Yeah. Now my paintings are just slowly done, but it's going to cost so much money. <laughs> just kidding. They'll be reasonably priced. All right. So we're moving on to our number five today. We've got a classic here. We've got some golden pineapple. Golden pineapple is a sativa dominant strain that lives up to its name with a rich pineapple flavor that lingers and is known for its tendency to leave the smoker focused and alert. We scored a gram of these diamonds at a shop on 88th Avenue in Tacoma. So I wonder what smoking the pineapple is in the uh, swinger community. Are we like somehow signaling to people something? That is something I shall research. That is, I do not like this. Yeah? This one's not my not favorite. Not your favorite? No. That's okay. I that one tastes like what a car mechanic's office smells like. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <coughs> All right. So one of the things we were wondering is uh, how do you feel um, that day-to-day -day events affect your art? And what kind of life events can be seen in your work? So my life in the last last time I've seen you, has completely flipped, turned around, upside down, butterfly opening, Mariah Carey music in the background, change of life, a whole new change of life. And um, that either will hyper 
uh, Muse Me, which is where this started from. Literally, this was the turn of my life painting. I think I remember seeing you do the initial, uh, mm. the first posts of that when yeah. you first started it. This this was the beginning of Everything is Changing. This one's called Sacrificial Devotion. And love, 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 love. And that was such a emotionally devastating time in my life. And also a very proud freeing, uh, stand on your own two feet. This is my strength. And it made me feel things that I needed to be in that emotion. I needed to dive deep in it. And that's where this came from. But then on the opposite side, if it's not an emotional stress, if it's a stressor from work, if it's a stressor from bills or life or something like that, that blocks me. That blocks me and I have to fight extra hard to keep whatever mind frame I'm in. And that's where I, when I use music and cannabis, those are the times where it really saves my artwork because it stops all of that outside noise so I can actually tune in to what you're feeling. Because you have to think, you, you spend your whole day going through, meeting people, having your thoughts, doing what you need to do. And you're going through thousands of emotions and you never recognize them because everybody is so loud in their head. They don't realize that they're feeling upset until you got symptoms. I'm about to have a panic attack because you don't recognize you're going through all these emotions. You don't stop and, and breathe on it. And that's the same with artwork. If you're so overwhelmed with all this other noise it's going to affect you. It's going to stop the flow. It's going to mess with it. Um, But then also on turn, that also can make your, your painting magical because you can, as an artist, you can see, I did this part of this painting when I was going through this. And then you can kind of feel the turn on the painting. And it's so, artwork is so much more than just paint on canvas. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So we're moving on to our last question. Let's hope this one uh, will make up for that last one here. We got some Chem Rosé. Chem Rosé is an indica-leaning hybrid with a rich floral aroma and a complex terpene profile of zesty lemon and lime, and it's known for its tendency to leave the smoker feeling creative and chatty. We found a gram of this sugar wax at a shop in Marysville. There we go. She got it. She was right. (laughs) Oh, there we go. Oh. That was a sneak attacker. I like that. Very stealthy. I was unimpressed, and then I blew it out, and I was like, okay. Comes in kind of sweet on the yeah. aftertaste. Yeah. Mm, no, that's good. Uh, so we're wondering, what do you hope to see? Uh, sorry. Where do you hope to see your artistic style developing in the future, and what are some of your goals uh, in the next few years? Um, my, I want my paintings to be signature. I want, that's what I hope to develop. I feel like I have a very distinct style. Um, it's just the way I paint. It's not, it's it's instinctual. 
But I want someone to be able to look at that and be like, oh, well, that's Tiger Lily. Like, they can look at a Bob Ross and just know that's Bob Ross. Sure, know? sure. A Dolly, that's definitely Dolly. That's who, the, you don't even need to see it. You just know that's their style. That's them. Okay. Um, I want that because then I think my paintings will translate better if they understand who the painting is coming from. Sure. Um, so that's a goal that I think is going to be a lifelong goal. Okay. Period. I just want to improve. Um, and then where I want to see myself. I want to see myself painting. <laughs> That's where I want to see myself in five years. I want to see, I want to see me still doing the thing that I love to do, even though I have all these outside uh, roadblocks like having to work 40 hours a week it's very difficult to find time to paint and then I have my beautiful children very difficult to find time to paint so I just want to know that I'm still doing something that I feel so passionately about and makes me happy and hopefully will make other people happy with the same enthusiasm that I felt when I first started which has never died but you know, life life is hard and it will beat you down. And you just gotta you just gotta keep focus. Like I do not live to work. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's what I'm hoping. And then in ten years, I wanna at least be able to sell enough paintings so I can keep buying really bougie bougie paints. <laughs> sell enough paintings to keep painting I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a humble girl I'm just going to be happy when somebody can display my work in their house and be proud of it and I would love that oh I would love that I would love to see pictures people who bought my artwork I would love to see pictures of what you did with it and you know that would be amazing Fuck yeah. yeah! Fuck yeah! <laughs> Do I get to show you the thing now? Yeah, you want to show us the thing? I feel She's like I feel like you should load me up with that first one though. Oh yeah. yeah. All right, secret dab number seven. Secret dab number seven. Oh, uh, that was what was causing the number seven, man. Okay, so I deep dived your podcast and your YouTube channel. Um, and I was doing it while I was toked, and they are so funny and so amazing. And the insight that your artists have is just ugh, chef's kiss. I love, I love, 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 love your show. But I also noticed that nobody knows how many artists you've you've had contact with. Nobody knows how many artists you've talked to, and that's huge. You've talked to so many people from all different forms of art. Love. So last night, um, I was watching Guardians of the Galaxy, <laughs> the new one. It's heartbreaking. Uh, it's so good. Traumatizing. <clears throat> so good, but traumatizing. Uh, I was watching that, and I painted you up. It's really basic. I'm just going to warn you now. It, it's not. It's real basic, but... I got you a dabbing with Washington artists. Oh, that's cool. And I left all of this free space so you can collect your artist signatures. Hell and you yes. can have something that shows all of your artists and all the people that you've interviewed and all the good memories and your little message board. Beautiful. 
right there. All right, future artists, you, we're going to start this up. From now on, we're going to keep this on set. And when you guys come <laughs> through, we want your signatures. So thank you so much for bringing this. You're welcome. Guys, check this out. We got Tiger Lily as our first signature. And uh, anyway, guys, she's going to hit that real quick. And while she's doing that, thank you guys for joining us today. Make sure you click like, subscribe, share with your friends, and check out immaturestoners.com for uh, our merchandise, shirts, hoodies, that kind of cool stuff, phone cases, got all kinds of shit. Um, and thank you, Tiger Lily, <laughs> for joining us again. It was awesome having you again. Thank you for letting me ramble. Hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Stay high, everyone.